thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. Feel free to comment underneath. It is lovely having you on board. Uh, with me, as always, Matt Dyson. But it doesn't beat camping. There we go. That's a throwback to the catchphrases that we... Uh, we got you well, to send in for It's my new catchphrase. I'm sticking with it. Well, that you say that. I gave you an opportunity live on air well, just no, yesterday yeah, to yeah, use a catchphrase. Well, yeah. I went alongside me as always, Matt Dyson. You went, <laughs> all right? All right? I might go back to Howdy Partner. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, so I received um, a message um, from Walker's Crisps oh, did saying you know? that would I like to receive a very, very special gift for supporting them as I have for so many years. And two things sprang to mind. Firstly, I have never supported Walker's Crisps. Supported them? In any way. And secondly, I thought, <laughs> please don't let it be a sexual favour from Gary Lineker. <laughs> um, so, yesterday, um, they arrived, Matt. You saw them. You got involved. Yeah, well, obviously. I mean, I was excited to see the arrival. But uh, they, it was a packet of crisps with your name on it as well. Well, I was going to get to I was building to oh, that. Sorry, what is yeah. it with you and plot spoilers? It's unbelievable. <laughs> sorry, I didn't you were going to get to it. I'm building. Thought, yeah, okay, go on. So it was a bag of crisps with my name on it. There you go. I've just said that. Yeah, but <laughs> it was nine different bags of crisps. Yeah, I know. Because... Three of them had my name on them. Yeah. And that was the gift. And even in the note that came with the gift, um, Walker said, today, thank you so much for everything you've done for us over the years. It's weird, isn't it? I think they were trying to, like, Jedi mind trick me yeah. into going, <laughs> you, of course. You always have loved Walkers. I love Walkers. But, I mean, even to this day, I, if I fancy a bag of um, salt and vinegar, I reach for the I reach for the blue bag, the green right, bag. Right, yeah, because they it? changed it all. They changed they it. They changed it all, Walkers. Golden Wonder used to be cheese and onion green, salt and vinegar blue. That's right. And Walkers came in, which apparently is 70 years ago, but I don't think they've been around for that long. They've not been big name on the high street for that long. Because I remember this happening like mid-80s yeah, when okay. we were kids. Yeah. Suddenly they said, no, forget what you know. We're going to change the colour scheme for crisps entirely. Green salt and vinegar, blue cheese and onion. Well, I, I'm still kind of on the old school messaging there because I went to get my nana bag of cheese and onion and I automatically yeah. reached for the green, which yeah. of course is now salt and vinegar. Yeah. So what you're saying is is that you don't think that Walkers, not only are they trying to Jedi mind trick me into believing I've supported them, but yeah. actually they're trying to Jedi mind trick the whole nation into they believing did. they've been around for 70 years. Yeah, to be fair, they, they seem to be doing that. Yeah, right now, in fact, because it was the 70th birthday of Walkers. That's, what, they, that's what I've been supporting they them. They destroyed Golden Wonder when they came onto the scene. <laughs> um, Golden Wonder was completely on top, running things, unchallenged mm. for years. The go-to crisp brand in England, certainly. Mm. Obviously got Tato's in Ireland. Uh, but, obviously. Uh, <laughs> obviously. And, uh, but uh, then Walkers came along, these young upstarts, and they just changed everything, really. And I think, if anything, I've been more of a supporter of Walkers than you have, because, you know, at least I've bought a few packets over the years. Yeah. And eaten them. Yeah, I've eaten true. a lot. Probably eaten more than you. You've I? probably eaten more. You've probably eaten more walk, um, Walkers Chris than I have. I agree yeah. with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's worked, because we've just been talking about it for the yeah, last exactly. uh, four minutes now. <laughs> I'll just have to go back and bleep out all the Walkers <laughs> brand mentions. <laughs> Redact them. Then it will just be beep, beep, <laughs> sexual favours from Gary Lineker. Beep, <laughs> yeah, beep. Yeah. Might sound weird, yeah. Wouldn't make any sense at all. Right, so coming up on the podcast, um, we found out that the Duchess of Cambridge, uh, Kate Middleton, was pregnant um, because she had a baby. Maybe. And yeah. for me not to know that is one thing, but the entire team, it had passed us by. We were in the dark for nine months. We were in the, we, it's because we haven't, re we don't read the Daily Mail. No. We don't go to the Mail online enough, or we would have known that. I 
appeared on Soccer AM. I made my debut and I oh, scored yeah. what many people are calling one of the greatest televised goals in yeah. all time. Yeah. Yes, coming up, we're going to talk about my Rabona. The performance of the goalkeeper, yeah. What, the the true, goalkeeper yeah. was great. <laughs> um, yes, my Rabona is on the way. Yeah. Plus, yes. Matt has picked a fight with the wrong DJ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Really. I, it was happened by accident, yeah, but uh, I'm sort of regretting it now. His environmental um, campaigning has got him into some hot water. He, right now, he's a cross between Muhammad Ali and Swampy. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. going into the ring with Leona Graham, mm. who prints off too many pieces of paper, you, you yes, think? Yes, about uh, bands that she probably already knows about as well. Yeah, OK. So. Well, thank you once again for downloading. Subscribe and comment, but above all, enjoy. Golden Wonder for life. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> Fighting fit is Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. Absolute radio. In the red corner. Hesuit Pilates novice and camping enthusiast, Mr. Matt Dyson. And in the blue corner, leather-clad, tattooed motorcyclist and ACDC fan club president, Leona Graham. And it has gone viral. Wow. So, Matt, I'm staying totally impartial here. Yeah. Just so you know... What's the beef between you and Leona? I wouldn't say it's real beef. You know, I wouldn't say it was a well, Twitter look spat. Like that to us. The whole office is talking about saying this. it was a Twitter spat. It's not. We just had a little exchange of views on social media. That's all. Regarding? Regarding. When I came into work the other day to find, sat at my desk, uh, a printed out copy of Chad Kroger's Wikipedia entry. You mean you didn't ask for me to do that? <laughs> in full. In full. Just all printed out, like about ten pages. Yeah. All about Chad Kroger from Nickelback and his life and, and I tweeted saying it's the most absolute radio thing I've ever seen in my life uh, because I mean obviously they're a core core artist for us yeah see it feels like the sort of thing they do on your first day absolute radio doesn't it like here you go here's your printed out Wikipedia entry for Chad Kroger well as you know my first day wasn't too long ago and that's exactly what happened yeah. so you read through yeah. it take notes and then we'll give you a test on it later in the week and tomorrow you'll probably do like kiss or something like that but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't anything to do with some sort of induction at absolute radio it turned out uh, that uh, Leo Graham had printed it off right. and she then What's proceeded to tell this? me you know, I've got no issue with Leona Graham you know she is the first lady of rock she is not to be messed with I know that she's also an intimidating character <laughs> uh, but I didn't know that it was her that had printed it off at the time Right. Oh, and okay. then she weighed in with uh, yeah I'm interviewing Nickelback next week and giving away exclusive tickets to see them as part of Absolute Radio Live nice. good to see you know what's going on on the station Matt Ooh. Ooh. and then she Ooh, did okay, one of those see, uh, sort of winky with your tongue out emoji faces yeah which you're not a big fan of those kind well, of emojis are you and then I said well yeah that, I knew that obviously the but bear I, was riled but the, the, my main concern was you printing <laughs> out uh, an entire rainforest worth of paper uh, about Chad and the guys you know Chaddy Kroger and uh, and then she said okay well I'll be along at four o'clock tomorrow afternoon to see how much paper you're using on your show then Mr Green right okay and she, then she did a fist emoji Punch you in the face. As in, yeah, threatening. Leona me. Graham's going to punch you in the face. Me. Yeah, and calling and you know, me she's Mr. Been doing Green. Like exercises as well. Calling she's... me Mr. Green because I dared to question her paper use. I should point out that Matt is entirely digital when it comes to this show. Yeah, exactly. I, and I, yeah. I have one solitary piece of paper just because yeah. you, know, you don't need to print it. I, off. I write you quicker than I type. And then I sent her a, a, a GIF of some guy throwing paper up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, you brought gifts into yeah, it. Ooh. 
ding, ding, round three. She's not replying. I mean, Nick, Australian Nick from The Breakfast Show, the producer, yeah. he's weighed in saying that I got owned by Leona Graham, saying oh. things like burn. But, I mean, you know, it was, oh. just a, it was just an open and frank exchange of views. On recycling. On recycling. <laughs> and I think we've both said our piece, and now we can all move on with our lives. Do you yeah. want to use the platform of the show to apologise? Or... Uh, no? no, I've got no reason to apologise to Leona, but, you know, if she loves printing so much, why don't she just, like, buy a printer and do it at home? Well, there we go. We're going to leave it here. We're going to have a little break now. And we're going to say, Leona, um, they're Matt Dyson's words, of course, not my own. If you love printing so much, why don't you go buy a printer? And we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there for today. You're listening to the all-new and totally fantastic Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio. Hope your week started with a bang. Uh, my weekend certainly did. I was I had the great honour for the first time making my debut on Soccer AM. Exciting. Uh, I was on there to talk all things Cholton Athletic and talking about taking over from the great Christian O'Connell here on the Breakfast Show. Yeah. Uh, on his Breakfast Show, and uh, thank you to Fenners and Jimmy Bollard and Tubes. It was a great deal of fun. Uh, I also was given a very unique opportunity of getting out my Rabona on live TV, <laughs> and it went down an absolute oh, no. storm. It yeah. really did. Yeah. Wow. So those of you who don't know, uh, the Rabona, <laughs> the Rabona, everyone's saying please explain. It's a shot in football. Um, a very tough shot to pull off. Well, not many people have done it. I think people were hashtagging Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi in with the yeah. video of me doing yeah. this on my Instagram, just to let you know. Um, when I say people, I mean just my best mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Rabona is where you plant your opposite foot next to the ball mm. and then using your kicking foot, you put it behind your standing leg yeah. and sometimes, most times, it just goes off in a random direction. It can go really badly wrong. Other times, it nestles effortlessly into the bottom right-hand corner of the goal, leaving the goalkeeper looking bewildered. Well, well, I mean, yeah, I mean... That happens. Goalkeeper didn't really try much, did they? Matt, come on, man. Don't you dare dare take this away from me. It's normally like Lloyd Griffith in goal, isn't he? But he was off, so he's normally the first first choice goalkeeper. They had the reserve keeper in. No, they had Lloyd in for comedy purposes. He could have tried harder. Did you see the... He was like six foot four. <laughs> yeah. He'd run the marathon. <laughs> right. He was yeah. going on to run the marathon the following you know, day. He could have made more of an effort you know, to save the, it. The, the crowd <laughs> and Fenners and Jim Bollard, who I've never met before, had showed more support than you did for that. <laughs> that oh, yeah, they so, are cheering you on. That's so they? out of order. Well, like, go on, Dave. Somehow we've managed to get hold of the audio. I, I don't know how we've managed to do that. Um, but here we go. This is this is how you properly get supported by people when, when you score one of the greatest goals in television history. There you go. So, so supportive, the crew, aren't they? Jimmy Bullard like looked into the camera and was like, oh, oh my word. Yeah. Like, he literally couldn't believe what he'd just seen and he played in the Premier League. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. Don't forget that. It was quite impressive, to be fair. It, yeah. was, it was a great day. I also scored a penalty winning some Manchester United fans uh, some money, which was nice. Um, the Arsenal fan TV guys were on oh, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who It was so wonderful to meet them. And Tom Kearney, who's doing great work at Fulham as they bid to get back into the Premier oh, League. Nice, yeah. uh, he was there with his really lovely girlfriend who has a uh, Kearney 10 uh, iPhone cover oh, on her, on her wow. phone. She's got a fella's merch. Oh, that's nice. You like that, right? Nice touch. Um, well, there's only one song uh, we could play right now here on Absolute Radio. It is, of course, The Knack and My Rabona. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to never talk of it again after this, Please I promise you. Put it away. <laughs> we haven't been formally introduced, but he's called Dave Barry.
The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. Dave's Ramona! <laughs> what a song. What a song to sing on the radio. It was a very good shot. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Thank you. Uh, so now it's over to you guys as I've just played Dave's Rabona here uh, on the radio. Um, we want to hear you boast. Boast to us, people. Uh, we want we want to know what you've achieved in life, not just over the weekend, but has something amazing happened to you where you've just wowed people looking at you with, with just your brilliance. Um, Matt Dyson, I know that you, you did this once uh, in a bar. Yeah, it was quite a few years ago, maybe even a decade ago. I was out uh, on an afternoon uh, session, as it were, with uh, with Alex Zane, who's back on the show uh, later this Mr. week. Mr Sky it? Cinema Alex Zane. Himself, yeah, and a few of us were out, and we were playing snooker, and I don't often play snooker. I added a few drinks, fancied myself as a bit of a player yeah. and I tried to do a chip shot which you're not really meant to do on no. a proper snooker table because it might ru- rip it and ruin it yeah. but I did a chip shot into into the bottom corner pocket and it actually came off, it worked it went oh. straight over the ball in front of it and potted a ball and oh. I mean I don't think Alex would remember it You know, not many people will remember it but at the time it was a massive celebration. Okay, so you were like Paul amazing. Newman, colour of money. Yeah, could never do it again if I tried, but okay. it was unbelievable. Well, that's a good one. Who's this chirpy chappy on Absolute Radio? I hear you ask. Why? It's Dave Berry on the Dave Berry Show, of course. And I'm going to start the show this afternoon with some real pizzazz um, by talking about the fact that I have just stumbled, completely accidentally, across what I think is my favourite ever pen. Uh, yeah, I heard you talking about this earlier. What's Real so star good quality. About it? Well, it is, to start with, it's a Bic Cristal 1.6mm. Cristal, you say? It's, it's got, not got ink in it's it. Got, it's got, like, high-end champagne in it's it. It's got Cristal written on it. And, well, before I go describe... Matt, just write something with it. <laughs> just, just so you can see what I mean. Oh, right. I've already yeah, made producer I mean, Amanda try it out, and uh, you would agree, Amanda, it's a great pen. Oh, it's oh, so it's smooth. It just glides, doesn't what, it? What is it? What's it doing that's different to other pens? I'm confused. It I don't moves, want to... It moves a bit quicker than a normal pen as well, don't you think? I don't want to be the guy who has a favourite Bic Byron. Wow, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I want to be the guy famous for his Rabona on Soccer yeah, AM. Of course, that's Not better. having a favourite pen. But this is so good. Do you remember that, that feeling you used to get when you'd go and get new stationery before a new term? at school. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you That's remember great, you, you, yeah. You'd, you'd, Go and get your new pencil case. Pencil yeah. case. You get a protractor that you'd Ooh, never use. Yeah, never a compass used. you'd never, never use. Used, a no. calculator that you used, like, the bottom part of it, the actual keypad, and then the rest of it, which is about oh. three quarters, was just for people who work at NASA. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it didn't apply to a doing maths at GCSE level. A scientific calculator. Never needed. Um, uh, and all you'd be writing was those rude words and then turning your, turning your calculator upside down so you could see them. That's, yeah. a, that's a, a retro reference that might scare some of <laughs> our listeners away, but others will go, yes, I know exactly what you mean. Um, Producer Amanda, you had um, some pleasant smelling stationery when you were yeah, at school. Yeah, all of it. So rubbers, pens and paper. Oh yeah, strawberry yeah. rubbers were great, weren't oh, they? Oh, they smelled they so smelled good. They smelled lovely. Those little rubbery filings that they'd leave behind as well. Oh yeah, They were tasty. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but have you tried writing with this pen, Producer Amanda? I have. And? And it is the best pen I've ever written with. It is. I, I can't believe I'm endorsing a, a pen. It's the Bic Cristal 1.6mm. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is to die for. Well, I mean, it's a good pen. I've always loved a Parker pen. You know, like a Parker pen. Yeah. You always get those free with uh, insurance. Is that why you like them? Stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even down to his choice of pen. I love them. Because it's a freebie. they're free, but they've also got an air of class to them as they well. They have. You're a classy yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I haven't... Well, let's reminisce. I haven't used a pen this good since... It must be the summer of 60... He's the here and now. He's Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. Right now, I'd like to talk about my fridge freezer. 
I mean, we heard from a tradesperson to the stars yesterday, and my goodness, do I need some help. I was up at 7.30 this morning. Oh, dear. No, I... <laughs> so, someone's got used to the home time hours quickly, haven't <laughs> they? There was nothing wrong with that. No, I was going to say, if I finish, I was going to say, I was up at 7.30 this morning fiddling with the fridge freezer. Was it leaking? What's what, going on? What's happening is, is that there is a pool of water gathering underneath yeah. the salad compartments. Oh, yeah. So we I've know... We, we've been there, I've been there, so I know there's a tiny little hole located yeah. just above that, and you can buy a device online, which I advise you don't do. It's a waste of money. Oh, really? You're better yeah, there's a little like it's like five pounds or something. It's yeah. just a plastic stick. Yeah, but you're better Mine off using have a plastic stick in it when it came. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The best thing to use is a cable tie because they're longer, ah. or you can use a cotton bud. So okay. So cable tie first, cotton bud later. Okay. So I've done the cable tie cotton bud. This isn't my first rodeo, Matt. Right, we spoke yeah. about my amateur plumbing expeditions <laughs> exploits on this show yeah. before. Um, but the water's still there, and it's right. because um, my. I believe my... I think this is me, you know, I'm diagnosing this myself. Right. And I have no plumbing skills whatsoever. Mm. I think my drip pan is overflowing. Okay. So what I want to know is... <laughs> I never thought I'd say this out loud on the radio. Um, it might cost us a few listeners, Matt. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but I'm going to do it. Okay, well, producer you know, Amanda? It affects us all. We've all got fridge freezers, Dave. Most of us, you know. Where is the drip pan on a Zanussi integrated <laughs> fridge freezer? Oh, wow. wow. Brand 8, 12.15. <laughs> because oh, wow. I have looked... Um, I can't take it out from the wall. All of the instructional videos on YouTube are like, well, first thing you need to do is take the fridge away from the wall. I can't do that. Someone built it in... In fact, Wix. Wix built it into the wall uh, when I got right. my new Wix kitchen put in and I can't take it away from the wall. Okay. So where is the drip pan? What is it? The Zanussi what? The Zanussi what? I don't know oh, the yeah. serial number of my <laughs> fridge freezer, Matt. They do good fridges. What a question! <laughs> well, I'm not. Listen, I'm not trying to. You know, it's great. It keeps what it keeps my food stuff cool mm. at the top half and frozen at the bottom half. Yeah, it yeah. does its job. But where is the drip pan? Yeah. And Matt, I know that you're having similar issues at the moment because I well, said I wanted to talk about the drip pan thing, and you were like, "Well." I was suggesting maybe you need to defrost the whole thing, and that might sort out the problem. I mean, that's well, what why, do I do? again, Is an amateur diagnosis. I remember this from being a kid when Dad had to get all the towels yeah, out and exactly, lay them around. Yeah. Am I going to have to be that guy now? And it's like I haven't defrosted our fridge freezer, um, which is like one of those fake Smeg ones. It's not actually Smeg, but it looks like In the like artisan house that you, you and your wife I mean, have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like one of those, they look like a Smeg, but they're not as expensive as a Smeg one. OK, they're a Meg. I think they have them on Bake Off. But anyway, uh, it's a very <laughs> nice fridge freezer. Very nice fridge freezer. And, uh, but I haven't defrosted it for years mm. since we've had it, which I think you should do at least once a year, probably. I, I think that's what pe- my parents always used to do. Okay. Uh, and they'd but, get the towels out, wouldn't they? And yeah, put them yeah, on. exactly. I'm yeah. getting the towels out. <laughs> no, who couldn't be bothered to do that get the towels in this out. day and age? So uh, I have not defrosted. One of the main reasons is my wife put some uh, cans of Diet Coke in there once to chill quickly, and then she forgot about them. Oh. Uh, and then they expanded. So in the freezer, they expand, and they starts, it starts coming out of the can. And there's loads of like frozen Diet Coke all over our fridge, our freezer what? department. Uh, where it's come out of the cans? Yeah, where it's come out of the cans because they've expanded outwards and then just frozen solid. So we you can't move them; they're frozen into place. <laughs> and we just, it's, like, it's just easier to not defrost it, so just leave it. So you, leave, how long have they been we've there? We've got two fr- cans of Diet Coke frozen into our freezer, in frozen in and time. we're never going to get rid of them. Yeah, I think they've been they've been there for a good year. If not Have longer. they? What, yeah, just yeah, taking yeah. up space? Yeah, they take up a little bit of space, but we've got quite a lot of room in there, so it's all right. Well, then, here we go. So, um, it seems for both Matt and I, is defrosting ever the answer? <laughs> <laughs> Be still, my child.
It's Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. It's about time you were given a platform to boast about something that you've achieved in life that maybe a small group of people, friends, compadres, whatever, had seen, but now you need to get it on national radio. And you do that using the numbers 81215 on the text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. This is after, of course, on Saturday, I scored one of the greatest goals in Soccer AM's history. <laughs> yes, yeah. Wearing leather-soled brown suede slip-on shoes. Oh, yeah, wow. Fenners actually commented at one point it was like I was wearing brown suede predator boots. Right. That's what we're talking about. That's the level. Uh, Matt did a trick shot at snooker that he was very proud of, but unfortunately yeah. because everyone had one too many, no one can no recall one it actually it. happening. Yeah. But I believe you. It definitely I'll, happened. I'll ask Alex Zane when he gets here on yeah, Thursday. Definitely for definitely happened. Um, OK, here we go. Dave and Matt, I'm not sure whether this is me or my son Jack boasting, but on Thursday, in the blazing sunshine, he learnt to ride his bike without stabilisers in under an hour, and now he is oh so confident on his bicycle. Wow, Hashtag boasting, not boasting from Elliot Woolley. That's a good turnaround, an hour. It's amazing. Well done to Elliot weeks and Jack. to get my daughter to do it without stabilisers. It's oh. ridiculous. Okay, it's hard. I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't had to do that. I remember trying to learn myself yeah. because I was at a, a friend's birthday party. She got a bicycle for her ninth birthday, and I was the only kid there. I only discovered this when I was there who couldn't ride a bike. Oh, uh, right. And yeah. they just circled me. It was like yeah. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> I was being right. circled in the back oh, garden no. in Sig Cup. Yeah. Um, so I went home and learned to ride in the good, garden. Yeah. So it's a good thing that Jack's done that so swiftly. Good, strong balance, yeah. Dave and Matt, I was in my local Greg's. I bought two cinnamon buns. Foolishly, I picked the second up off the counter from the bottom of its bag. Get this. The bun tumbled towards the floor, but before landing, I locked it and caught it again perfectly in my free hand. Let's just say chaos erupted oh. among my local Greg's patrons from Louis. <laughs> Imagine that. We got any over there, Matt? Uh, another one here says, Hi, Dave and Matt. I once phoned a radio show and guessed a song in a golden envelope. <laughs> the song was Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. It won me £500. I was a hero for a weekend. Oh, says Jim in Rotherham. I wish I could host a radio show that could do that kind of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well done, Jim. Well done to you, Jim. A slight pause. And Dave Berry on Absolute Radio. And now it is time for the football-based Russian doll update you've all been looking forward to. <laughs> um, for any newcomers to the show, we do hope there are some. Um, Matt Dyson's most treasured possession, it turned out, was um, some Nottingham Forest football players inside Russian dolls. Yes. Uh, as Russian dolls inside one another, yeah, as yeah. is the want of Russian dolls. From the early noughties era Nottingham Forest side of Paul Hart. And there was a few of them uh, that I've had for many years. One of the few trinkets I keep on my mantelpiece at home. Mm. Uh, but I gave them away to my brothers, or one of my brothers, for National Siblings Day. Tom won them right here on the show fair and yes. square by knowing the most about your past. But the weird thing is about they only are available, these Russian dolls of footballers from obscure English football teams they're only available from one particular market stall in Prague and a few people got in touch who'd, who'd been there in the past and have bought them already but then at the weekend we heard from a guy who was in Prague at the very at the, the weekend just gone yes the wonderful Johnny Crisp the uh, excellently named Johnny Crisp a big yeah. shout out to the delicious Johnny Crisp <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Uh, um, mouth watering guy mouth watering <laughs> um, but the thing is is you say obscure football teams and without doing myself and a lot of other Cholton Athletic fans down here yeah. Nottingham <laughs> Forest have won the European Cup a yeah, couple of times yeah. 
I know, you know but we, we were like a championship side at the time, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I'd understand it if they just had Premier League teams or big international It would make more names. sense. Yeah, if yeah. you walk at most, like, you know, London's Oxford Street, you can buy Chelsea scarves and you can buy Barcelona scarves. They don't really yeah. even dip down to the championship. No, they don't. Now. It's just why it's so bizarre. But this guy in Prague, <laughs> he's doing great work. <laughs> he he really is. It's nearly, yeah. nearly charity work. Um, because Johnny Crisp got in touch with us saying, lo and behold, there is a set of Charlton Athletic Russian dolls and <laughs> shall he buy them for us? And we yeah. were like, oh, yes, Johnny. Please buy the Russian dolls. He has. He's taken pictures of them. He's tweeted us about them. Um, he, well, I, I, I followed him straight back so I could message him. Yeah. Um, and he's saying he, he just wants them to go to their rightful home, so he's going to post them to us. I've said, like, send your bank details. I'll reimburse you for them. He, he hasn't got back in touch. We want him to come on the show, but he's still away. But, um, yeah, there's a set of um, five... And what a selection of players it is. Bear in mind, they're current because they've got that beautiful Hummel kit that we're sporting at the moment. Oh, yeah, so that is the current kit. So that is the current strip. It's bang up to date, this guy in Prague, yeah. But they've picked uh, Fosu... Yeah. Um, Bauer and Solly. Uh, so the three right. of those, you could say, okay, fair enough, particularly Chris Solly in there. Um, they've also picked a Hearn Grant, who I might be mistaken, but I think he's out on loan at Crawley Town. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so oh, if you're going to wow. immortalise any of our first team in Wood, <laughs> um, maybe wait until he's a first team regular. Yeah. And, then, and I'm ashamed to say this, I actually had to Google who Billy Clark was. Yeah. Um, no offence to Billy, um, but, but just to give you the cold, hard facts, um, he's been with us since 2017. He's made just 17 appearances and scored one goal. Wow. They could have picked like Josh McGuinness or someone. And he's the biggest doll. He's like the doll that all the others go inside. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's inside Billy Clark. <laughs> yeah. Which is just wow. amazing. But anyway, so uh, Matt may have lost his set to his brother, but I have a set coming our way from our darling listener, Johnny Crisp. Dave Berry, just being himself on Absolute Radio. Set up to me right now, as always, Matt Dyson and producer Adele. Who, uh... As I say, in an unlikely turn of events, had a whole date today with Keith Vindaloo Vindaloo Allen. <laughs> um, welcome to the show, Adem. Hello. You right? um, very good. So um, you went out for reasons that will become clear to everybody in the summer um, to talk to Keith yeah, Vindaloo Vindaloo Allen. Expedition. So um, you went out into the countryside and uh, he picked you up in his car. Um, Keith Vindaloo Vindaloo Allen has his own diner, which is where you were expecting to do the interview, but he then realised he lacked a back room. Yeah, I was hoping I was going to get a free lunch in his diner. Oh, yeah. So I go into the diner and say hi to the waitress. I'm here to meet Keith Allen. Yeah. And the answer is, yeah, Keith's in his car waiting for you. Oh. So he was waiting in the car. So then he took you to his farmhouse. Yeah, lovely, lovely it's farmhouse. The oldest trick in the book, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And my diner hasn't got a back room. Here we yeah. go, off to the farmhouse. <laughs> um, where he explained um, his pig and chicken situation. Yeah, there was 15 minutes to kill in the car. Right. So you make small talk, don't you? Yeah. Uh, Oh, this is nice, this is nice. Yeah, just around the corner. Oh, by the way, I've got a farm and I've got a pig and a couple of chickens. Well, that's nice. And yeah. I believe that you fed the pigs. We did, we gave them some pig feed. <laughs> it's it's just, kept you busy, didn't it? a real day. Wow. And this is all in the Cotswolds. Did yeah. you go to the Cotswolds? This is the Cotswolds. I only had, I only had 20 minutes for the interview. This is, uh, <laughs> this is 25 minutes in. <laughs> well, it gets better because already you've been to the wrong place. Uh, you've made small talk in the car. You fed his pigs. Um, then he made, took you into the house and made you a cup of tea. He did, yeah. Uh, which is really nice. We always ask that of our tradespeople to the star, yeah, so yeah. we should give Keith Allen the credit he deserves and go, yeah, he made you a cup of tea! Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, he then opened his MacBook and sat in silence for ten minutes while he went through all of his emails. Yeah, so I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I get all the recording equipment ready, Yeah. get the batteries in, the SD card, do all that technical yeah. mumbo-jumbo, and uh, then I just hear him doing a little... typing away. 
then lots of shouting. And I'm like, what angry shouting? Angry shouting. Right. And I just go, I don't know why I say this, but I go, you all right, Keith? Everything all right? So this, no, no, we're best friends now. Okay, well, this is yeah. when uh, producer Adem was forced to offer IT support to Keith Vindaloo, <laughs> Vindaloo Allen because he'd accidentally, we believe, deleted an invite to a golfing event that he wanted to go to. Massive golf Hence fan. the expletives and the shouting. Oh. So you went through all of Keith Allen's spam emails. Yeah, I, I, I make the suggestion going, is it just in your junk? And he goes, great idea. Great idea. How do I get there? So then I have to go through his Gmail and go through all these emails. <laughs> For wow. a, this is a 20-minute interview. Yeah. So now we've been to the wrong address. We've been in the car making small talk. We've gone to the farm. We've fed the pigs. We've had a cup of tea. We've uh, offered IT support. <laughs> then he offers to give you a lift back to the train station because the interview has happened. By this time, I've missed my train because uh, you've been feeding the pigs. Spent 15 yeah. minutes on the farm. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so I go, no, no, don't worry, Keith. I'll get a cab. You've done more than enough. And I mean you've done more than enough. <laughs> I will get a cab. He's absolutely loved the guy. No, no, I'll take you. I've got to go screw fix anyway. Oh, wow. Get in the car. Huh? Uh, I forgot to tell you, screw fixes before we get to the train station. So, do you just mind if we. Uh, he wants you to get screw fix with him. Yeah, he's redecorating. <laughs> he's wow. redecorating. So, you waited in the car outside screw fix, or did you go into screw fix? Uh, no, I, I go in the car and I. Uh, I uh, text Dave Masterman going, you and me some beers. Producer Dave, you and me some beers. I'm now sat in a car what? outside Screwfix. What is it with producer Dave and travel arrangements? I know, People yeah. not directly involved. They go a ride, don't they? Yeah, uh, finally get to the train station, though, and the next train is in an hour and 50 oh, minutes' time. No. Oh, no. So you waited at the platform. I bet uh, uh, Keith's eyes <laughs> lit up. <laughs> hey, hey. Where should we go what? next? Let's go bowling. <laughs> should we go bowling? Or, or I don't know. Um, so there we go. That was producer Adem's day date what? with Keith Vindaloo, Vindaloo Allen from the diner <laughs> to the small talk, to the car, to the tea, to the feeding of the pigs, uh, to the IT support, to um, sitting outside Screwfix and then waiting for a train home. All will be revealed while you made that little expedition um, this summer on Absolute Radio. Uh, it's going to be a must-listen. Dave Berry, just being himself on Absolute Radio. Well, it is time to talk about a huge row that broke out at this radio station. Um, and it was all because... Um, Absolute Radio Live presents Nickelback in session in the West Midlands, coming soon. And our very own Leona uh, was doing an interview with the guys and she printed out a 368-page research document on Nickelback. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matt took umbrage with this because he has... You've got an environmentalist inside you, haven't you, Matt? Well, you know, I just think... Um, <laughs> think before you print is my motto. Yeah. Do you really need this to to be on paper when you can yeah. just read it off a screen or your handheld device, whatever it may be? You know? Matt's actually wearing a T-shirt right now as we broadcast to you saying, think before you print. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always, it's my mantra. Yeah. It is his mantra. He's got it tattooed on his forearm as well. He's a very digital broadcaster, <laughs> yeah, is our exactly. Matt Dyson. Yeah, Always yeah. ahead of the curve. Paper free. Which I, which I admire. Uh, so this means that in the red corner, the only thing he loves more than Nottingham Forest and free stuff is a bit of rivalry with a work colleague, is Matt Dyson. <laughs> and in the blue corner, the only thing she loves more than Metallica and sitting atop a powerful beast of a CC engine is a bit of rivalry with a work colleague, yeah. Leona Graham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, Matt, we kept this from you because mm. we didn't want to rattle you before we came live okay. on air. Bush tipped me off about this when I arrived here and I was just in the, the off-air studio. There's been some kind of response. It's quite... This is quite dark, what she's done. <laughs> wow, it's quite harrowing. As I say, I'm not taking sides whoa. here. So, p- perched where you sit okay. every day, right there, yeah, well. I'm going to... And listen to how sinister this is. There was just the first page of Chad Kruger 
from Nickelback's Wikipedia page, yeah. which Leona had printed out yeah. and written, I'm watching you, Dyson, <laughs> hashtag Papergate on it. And just left it there for you, wow. but I took it away because I didn't want I didn't want you to see you didn't this. Want me to see it. I didn't want you to she see. She left it where she left the original bits of paper. Yeah, the same price. Right there. Yeah, for you to see. This is I'm watching you, Dyson, on Chad Kroger's Wikipedia page. So she's printed it off again. That makes me even more angry. I know. Because we'd thrown it in the bin. Before. <laughs> Think before <laughs> you print, people. Think before you print. <laughs> Think. What? That's scary. So it? would you like? Have you got it's anything? Well, it's a bit unnerving. It's I mean, so yeah. unnerving. Is there yeah. anything you want to say? Um, yeah, it's, it's fine. You continue to watch me, Leona. I will be monitoring your paper use going forward, you know. Okay. I mean, that's the only beef we have. On Twitter, some people have said, some guy saying that uh, Leona would win the battle. She's going to rip Matt to shreds and then eat the leftovers for breakfast. <laughs> I mean, this is the level we're getting to here. Oh, I saw this. What, he's got a funny Twitter handle. Yeah, it's called the Smut Monkey 73. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, you, like you said you didn't want anyone called Smut Monkey <laughs> exactly. in your corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not bothered about having his support. Right. So you're, ta- you're not only taking on Leona, yeah. but you're also taking on her fans. Yeah, taking on the smut monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Should we call this week's podcast that? <laughs> the Dave Berry Show. Berry by name, Dave Berry also by name. My dear friend Matt Dyson is alongside me as always. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, but oh, it doesn't well, we... mean camping. Sorry, <laughs> spent a whole week working on catchphrases, and you just went, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bendidi. <laughs> well, thank you for getting in touch with all your catchphrases for Matt over the last yeah. two weeks. It was all for nothing. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Thank you so much for getting involved in this. I, I asked the question: Where is the drip pan on a Zanussi integrated fridge freezer? Because it's been driving me mad since seven thirty a.m. this morning. Um, and Graham in Roehampton. Well, we are flabbergasted by this. Yeah. Dave, what a question to ask on National Hug a Plumber Day. And we've looked into this, and it is. And this is just a total coincidence. That is so weird. Yesterday you spoke about pens, and it was National Stationery Week. I I just can't believe it. I'm not a big national thingy-thingy day kind of guy. No. To be fair, it sounds like you're in cahoots with the National Day people. (laughs) I I mean, what is going on? I assure you, I didn't even know there was a raw baby coming. I don't even know when Pancake Day is. I've missed Christmas twice. I I, I have no idea what's going on. This is the weirdest coincidence ever, that we're talking about these things on the National Day. So I didn't know there was a raw baby coming. Coming, but I've nailed Hugger Plumber Day. Yeah, <laughs> well, I never. That is amazing. And another update on the whole. Oh, fridge, please! Thank you so from. much, everybody. There's a lot of people getting in touch. Uh, thank you for all the correspondence. Uh, Millie says I had the same problem with watery drawers. I tried the cotton bud <laughs> technique. I tried the cable tie, uh, oh, the drip really? tray, and even a cheeky defrost. So no, she tried really, the defrost, no. and it still didn't sort it. I called an engineer out in the end. It turned out it needed. Regassing, regassing, whatever that means, says Millie. Yeah. Well, that's what keeps it powered and yeah. keeps it cold. So you might need a regassing. I can't believe I'm staring down the barrel of a regassing. <laughs> um, but as we say, thank you so much for getting in touch, anybody. All help is welcome. Where is the drip pan on a Zanussi integrated fridge freezer? Shh. Dave Berry. This is Absolute Radio. Well, news of my Rabona has grown. Um, Yesterday we talked about, I had the great honour of having my first ever appearance on Soccer AM and the wonderful and very charming Jimmy Bullard taught me how to do the trick shot, where basically you plant your standing leg next to the ball and you use your kicking leg, which in in my case is my right foot, I'm right-footed, to kick the ball and uh, I placed it into the bottom right-hand corner. Uh, Many people call it one of the greatest televised goals 
levels yeah, sort of, of dribble, all time. Dribbled in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's be fair. Yeah, okay, yeah. there might be an element of dribbling about it, but, you know, come on now. Um, anyway, this is the development, and however fleeting this may be, um, growing up uh, in, in South London, uh, attending a comprehensive school and uh, eventually breaking into show business. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this is all for the autobiography. I don't know why I'm going to this now. Um, <laughs> but basically, let me cut to the chase. I never thought in a million years that I would feature on the same Wikipedia entry as Pele. It's, it's quite an amazing I development. I did not season. see that coming in a million years. It is quite a development, isn't it, Matt? It is genuinely quite astounding. Um, so Miss Beck uh, tweeted us yesterday. She tweeted us saying, um, I want to look up what the Rabona was. So I went to Wikipedia, yeah. and this is the entry, and she very kindly screen grabbed it and posted it to us and this is what it reads the first filmed Rabona was performed by Brazilian footballer Pelé nice. in the Sao Paulo, uh, Sao Paulo State Championship in 1957 Giovanni Coco Rocatelli is credited with popularising the Rabona in Italy during the 1970s at the time this move was simply called a crossed kick we could have had any of the innuendo finally if it had just been called that today no, could we? no <laughs> <laughs> more recently Sexy erotic art collector, an absolute radio drive time soon to be breakfast host Dave Berry, used his Rabona to devastating effect on Soccer AM, cementing his chances of being named the next James Bond. The last wow. bit's a story from way back. Let's not get <laughs> into that. Um, but as far as wiki entries go, it's pretty close to perfection from where I'm standing. It's about. It's amazing, isn't it? Someone's clearly been listening to the show as well because there's all the sorts of detail in there. Going back to your James Bond chances, uh, the sexy erotic art collecting <laughs> thing was discussed on the show yesterday. Yeah. But I love the fact that Rebecca's gone to find out, uh, having heard us talk about it on the show, gone to Wikipedia and then found out more references to the show on Wikipedia. It's amazing. Well, thank you who's ever updated uh, the Rabona Wikipedia. It really is most kind. Spare a thought. For Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. It's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio where we like to give the people what they want and it seems that you're screaming for more pen updates. Yeah. <laughs> the home of pen chat. <laughs> the home of pen chat. So um, just in case you're just joining us, I inadvertently just picked up the greatest pen I've ever used. It wasn't mm. a deliberate choice. I didn't buy this pen. It wasn't recommended to me. It was just loose in the studio. I picked it up to write some show notes down. Here they are. And... Um, and now people are talking about this. Pen. And it's a smooth, gliding roller coaster ride. You've used pen, it yourself. It? Yeah, yeah. And I, I feel the new feature in this, to be honest. This uh, stationary, once every week on a Tuesday afternoon, stationary with Dave Berry. <laughs> Station Barry, perhaps. <laughs> you know, I think there's more to this. Do you know what? I Jot it down with I'm your gonna... big <laughs> exactly 1.6 mm crystal. Oh, felt uh, good. Steve, the white van man in Bexley, has been in Hello, touch. Steve. He says, OMG, Dave, I was just writing down the details of your new pen. He's obviously another pen fan. Of course he is. And uh, he, when he was writing the details down, he looked at his current pen to realise he was actually using the big crystal 1.6 millimeter. What a pen, I, says Steve. I've, thank you, Steve. I've got chills <laughs> at that story. That, that's that's better than the quiet place that we just went to see yeah, at the cinema. Whoa, what, what a twist. Wow, I know, yeah. And I looked down at the pen I was using, <laughs> and it too was the Cristal 1.6 millimetre. <laughs> Sit back. 
Dave Berry is here. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. It's always nice to see Andy Bush, particularly since I was treated to an awe-inspiring sight. Whilst in the little studio next door, I could see Andy in here. I could see Bush preparing his show, preparing for the next talky bit, and the Beagle Street insurance advert came on on the TV. Oh, yeah. So it was like watching his TV and radio work simultaneously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a treat to start the working week One of with. his many lookalikes. Um, and, of course, he's come up with this brilliant idea of giving away a car air freshener on his Show. I wonder where he got that idea from. Who yeah. would have thought of doing that? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Um, he was given a, an Everton car air freshener by his auntie Jo, yeah. which you know means a lot to him, so it's great that he gave it away because he keeps it in the most sacred of places. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, we just he just got it out to give it to us in his filer facts. He keeps it in his filer facts, the most sacred of places for Bush. It really is. Um, so he's giving this away. Um, but the issue, because um, both his girlfriend and his daughter don't want this in their car, so Quite he wants it to go so, to yeah. a decent home. I mean, it looks in a bit of a state. It's a bit sort of tatty and a bit of sort of orange around the edges. Hey, don't talk about Everton Football Club <laughs> like that. They'll come good. Yeah. yeah, it's good, though. It's good. I think air freshness should reflect the state of your football club <laughs> in terms of smell and general appearance. You know. Well, our car air freshener uh, reflects the state of our show as it is yeah. soon to be defunct yeah, that's true. Um, because we are going to be moving soon but we have got two boxes I mean what do we think it is producer man could it be what 1500 2000 uh, day very show car air fresheners at least, at, at least. Oh, so um, we're not quite sure because we were preparing for the show who won the Everton car air freshener but we're going to chuck a load of ours in as well yeah you might as well I a little think. bit of double price yeah. um, I'm in a similar predicament to Bush um, my wife is making me get rid of two things from the house that oh, I've, yeah. I've had for many years that I love. Uh, one is um, a canvas depicting Batman getting off with someone. Oh, right. <laughs> she wants that gone. Okay. Uh, hangs above. And the other one is a kind of uh, a watercolour of a semi-nude um, woman. It was a self-portrait from an artist that I liked. I bought it right. a few years ago. Oh. That's got to go as so well. So all the erotic artwork is going? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's about time, to be fair. I think it's fair enough, that. So following on from Christian giving away his Indiana Jones thing to Bush giving away his Everton car impression, <laughs> I will be doing an erotic art giveaway. <laughs> Stay tuned. Here on the show, top five things I've never said on the radio, number three. <laughs> the grandchild of Mary and Chuck. It's Dave Berry. So, Matt, it all started um, about 50 minutes ago with the question, where is the drip pan in a Zanussi integrated fridge freezer? Because yeah. I've been, well, I've been up since 7.30am trying to find mine mm. after, once again, the bottom of the fridge the compartment was full of water just under where you keep the fruit and veg. Yeah, yeah, the, the salad crisper. Yeah, yes, and people there, have been yeah. coming uh, yeah. to our rescue with yeah, their solutions. Yeah, what a journey we've been on, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Brown in Brentford just says, in a freezer... 10 parts water make 11 parts ice. So 10% expansion is what goes on in a fridge. Just for a little bit of a stat attack for you there. Yeah. Uh, amazing one here from uh, Lloyd in Essex who says, I defrost my fridge freezer with a hairdryer. It's totally safe. I don't, like Actually, it is, don't do that at home. Don't no. do that at home. And this is the best one for you, Dave. James cool. says, uh, I work for Electrolux owners of Zanussi as well as AEG and I can get some technical help Someone from the technical department could give you a call tomorrow. Well, sort the problem completely. I'm not going to give away too much here, James, but thank you for getting in touch. And uh, your number ends in 8853. I'm going to give you a call a little later on. <laughs> <laughs> He's genuinely going to call I'm you, James. <laughs> uh, right now, though, well, we welcome in Chesham refrigeration engineer extraordinaire, oh. Shane. Good evening, Shane. 
Good evening, Dad. Good evening, Matt. Hey, man, listen, thank you for coming on the show and taking the time to text us. It was an epic text. Uh, It had all the details in it. It was like war and peace of the refrigeration world. Um, So we thought we'd get you on the show instead. Um, What should I do? What, What am I doing wrong? What should I do to fix my problem? Well, um, I'm sure you could get hold of some keyboard cleaners, basically a little can of compressed air or something. Yeah. Uh, best thing to do is just put that down the drain um, and cover the drain in blue tack so you don't get any spray back or nothing yeah. in your face and just mm. spray away and it should clear the blockage. So get the stuff that blows like the kind of skin fragments off your work keyboard, put the yeah. little nozzle down the hole at the back, Put blue yeah. tack around that and squirt away, and it will blow out any oh, yes. food or Good. debris. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. So I haven't got to detach my fridge freezer from the wall and have a look for the drip pan. Uh, no, I would try that first. I would try that first. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Shane's just laughing at us. I love it when you're not on the inner circle of the refrigeration world. So, oh, I, was, I was speaking to these two amateurs the yeah. other day, John. Oh. I must tell you, it's a couple of norms. <laughs> so, anyway, no clue. This guy is actually he's uncoupled his fridge freezer from the wall in his kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Okay, that is very good. good advice. Dave Barry in all shapes and forms on Absolute Radio. And now, <gasps> a baby! But if we're all totally honest, we didn't even kind of realise was coming. Is that treason? Well, Are we okay to say that? <laughs> uh, yeah, you just I hadn't read the Daily Mail in a long time, so I hadn't realised it was it was coming along. So, well, congratulations, first of all. A healthy baby boy, um, eight pounds seven ounces. Uh, so yeah. well done, your highnesses. Um, yeah, but well it kind done. of passed us all by, and I thought and I thought I'd be embarrassed that, you know, I didn't exactly have my finger on the pulse of what was happening. Uh, but it turns out producer Amanda and you, Matt Dyson, had no clue. I to my wife earlier, I presumed that it was the, that they'd only had. T- this was the second this, one. So you forgot that they didn't the have one. The sort of passed me by, yeah. you by, And this is the third one. I, I've completely lost track of the royal baby situation. Um, it's, we live in a world here um, where uh, Kay Burley uh, has already uh, fat shamed um, <laughs> the prince. He's not even a full day yeah, old yet. He's been called a little porker. Yeah, another porker. She said on Sky another News earlier. Fa- not even As a day the news old broke, already having a go, but having a pop. I'm sure the prince doesn't care because he's third in line, so he's got no responsibilities. Oh, but yeah. all the money. He will have to go to a lot of charitable events throughout his oh, life. Oh, yeah, so, I know, know, he'll do his bit, easy. don't get it's me wrong. Easy. But still, yeah. if you're going to be anyone in this line of children, be the youngest. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's true, isn't it? It's well perfect. done, son. Welcome to the world. Never going to have to be king. Um, now, whilst uh, it had passed us all by that this had happened, um, well, it turns out there's two different types of people in this world. Uh, there's us, and then there's the people who queued up outside St Mary's um, for two, two weeks. weeks. And we believe, Matt, you have obtained some audio, we which had a sums up how happy they were. We had a reporter down there earlier speaking to some of the the eccentric, shall we say, characters that have been there for two weeks. OK, okay. hip it, hooray! Hip it, hooray! It's a boy on St George's Day! Listen to it and champagne! <laughs> 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 
83 years old, that guy is, apparently. Yeah, he's got a you, suit entirely of Union flags and a strange-looking baby doll. Quite a scary-looking well, baby doll. This is the thing. Fair. It will haunt your dreams forever. <laughs> if that was the first thing you saw when you got out, I've just gone, you've just been in labour as well when you come yeah, out. Yeah. It kind of looked like its head would just turn around 360 independently. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like that. Hello, yeah. Your Royal Highness. Yeah. Uh, come yeah. play with us. Isn't it lovely, though? On St George's Day, a royal baby. How special. And here he is, Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Where it is time now for another tradesperson to the stars. And of all of the stars we have ever spoken to on this illustrious radio-based feature, this is the wealthiest person we have ever had. So let's cross, shall we, to Jim in Stanford Hill to hear more. Good evening, Jim. Hello, Dave. Good evening. Lovely having you on the show, my friend. Uh, let's start at the beginning. What's your trade? What do you do? Uh, I'm a carpet fitter. A carpet fitter. Mm. What a noble trade that is, Jim. Uh, now, well, let's cut to the chase. Who have you applied that trade for? Oh, many are stars, but probably Roman Abramovich is uh, probably the richest. Roman oh. Abramovich, everybody! He's Jeez. on the show. Billionaire Chelsea owner. Yeah, wow. Um, and since he came to the Premier League in 2003, I'd say, yeah, Chelsea yeah. fans will know well, specifically, he's never done an interview with any no, media outlet no, whatsoever. Never hear him talk. No one's ever heard him speak. Yeah. No, no one knows never. what his speaking voice is like. <laughs> he might true. sound like me. Yeah, yeah, we just don't know. <laughs> you never, I don't laugh too hard, producer Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you never know. Um, so, um, Jim, talk us through what happened. Did you did you get to meet the guy? Did you get to see him? Uh, we got to see him as he walked through. He was with Carlo Ancelotti at the time. He was manager at Chelsea wow. at the time. Wow. Uh, he just gave us a smile, never spoke, but they were speaking, didn't hear him. And uh, we was actually doing the car. And when he was actually out, we got to watch the... Um, first game of the European Championships put England-Portugal on his TV <laughs> on Roman's TV <laughs> oh. oh yeah he's security let us watch it wow wow that's well, did, I bet he had a nice did he have a nice TV Jim did he have the oh, best yeah. TV you'd ever seen oh think, yeah it was cinema TV I'd yeah, call it of course it was wow. um, and what were the uh, well, let's tread carefully here Jim but what were the security oh, yeah. measures like when going into Roman Abramovich's house oh very tight very tight you had to leave your phones at the front uh, one day, one of us forgot and took our phone in, and it was turned off. And uh, within 20 minutes, of security was in the room claiming that one of us had the phone, and they was right. Someone had a phone that was turned off, and they took that as well. They knew. Wow. High tech. Oh, are they all kind of? Are they? Are they all? I said I didn't want to know too much, but I do. I've got so many follow-up questions. <laughs> Were they all kind of like big Russian guys in suits yeah. with earpieces in Henchmen. and stuff? No, they actually wasn't. It was actually an English guy, uh-huh. and um, uh, one of them was a girl for security. Oh, right. Okay, uh, that's good to know. See, this is the things we want to know when inside, we go behind the scenes. Inside Abramovich's lair, <laughs> I bet he has a lot of. I bet he has a lot of uh, carpets laid as well, doesn't he? He must have a lot of carpets in these. Once you're in with him, you're sorted. Um, what oh, kind of carpet does he go for, Jim? Oh, nice, most expensive you can get. Oh yeah. Of course it was. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we ask the colour. What colour did he go for? Silk. We had a beige silk at the time. Silk silk. I didn't even know such a thing existed. Silken carpets. <laughs> wow. Well, that was the first time. I've done it about four or five times yeah. so far. Yeah. But, but... Uh, not, not in the last few years, though. I think he's moving. Right, <laughs> OK. Is, is he the kind of guy who take his carpets with him? If I had carpets no, made of pure no, silk, no. I'd roll them up. Oh. No, no, no. We we laid one one day. It was a linen carpet in his bedroom. Uh, his designer picked it. He, he 
ripped it straight up when we was gone and gave it to somebody else. Didn't like it. And oh, it <gasps> Roman Abramovich's second-hand linen carpet. What a great name for a band. <laughs> <laughs> Barely touch. Um, right, listen. Wow. There is only one final question remaining. I think we all already know the answer to this, but just keeping with tradition, we're gonna we're gonna do it anyway. Okay. So, Jim, yeah. did Roman Abramovich offer to make... He was saying out loud. Did the man who has a carpet of pure silk <laughs> offer to make you a cup of tea or coffee? No. No, no, okay, fair enough. Not, not many surprises left yeah. in life now, are there? Not hey, surprised. Um, you Jim, might spill it on the carpet. I mean, you imagine that. Well, can you imagine that? Wow. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us on the show, Jim. You've been a star. We're going to send you a Dave Berry show. Car air freshener for your troubles. Thank you so much. Give it up for yeah, Jim, everybody. Breathe with Dave Berry. On Absolute Radio. Now, though, well, let's talk about the strange places Matt has come to work from in recent times, including uh, a campsite. Yeah. Uh, a health spa mm-hmm. and now Pilates. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight I, uh, from the mat and the rolling uh, yeah, ball. Yeah, come straight to work from my Pilates studio. Uh, where I went. My wife and I decided to go together. And when you go together, oh, I didn't can, know it was couples Pilates. Oh yeah, I wouldn't want oh. to go on my own because when you're a novice, when you're a novice, and you, you know you got a whole class full of people, you don't really know what you're doing. No, it's better to be with someone else so you look like idiots together. We, we figured. <laughs> well, that's what Marriages, isn't yeah, it? Well, exactly. Just many like, ways, like an idiot yeah. with someone else. Well, yeah, it's a nice analogy, actually, that, Dave. Yeah. But, yeah, so it was it was um, Pilates with equipment. So I had a sort of a foam roller uh, on my yoga mat okay. and one of those blow-up balls. Wasn't that a BDI song? <laughs> it might have been. Uh, yeah, and actually, I surprisingly uh, really enjoyed it, actually, yeah. It's good to have a I'm stretch. glad you enjoyed it. I've been meaning to have a go at it for a long time, but it's one of those things I'm destined maybe never to get round yeah, well, to. well, that's what I thought as well until I went along. And now we're going to go every week. It's like you have, you know, you're on a yoga mat for an hour listening to some black music. Yeah. And uh, just Is it stretching. like the music we use when we do Let It Go? Yeah, it's on like the, the music Let, on it Let It Go. go. Yeah, okay. So you're just sort of stretching, you know, having some downtime. And I feel really, like, centred in my core. You know? Wow. <laughs> well, expect more of that kind of stuff on the show, ladies <laughs> I don't really, and gentlemen. But it was nice to have a stretch. No, I'm glad you did it. That's great. Uh, now, though, uh, well, to centre my core, I need to get my hands oh, on yeah. one of my most treasured possessions, which I announced on the show was a pen, a pen of which the likes of which I'd never used before. It was mm. the Big Cristal, which I just grabbed off the side before we started the show. We ended up doing a whole hour and a half about stationery off the back of this pen. Yeah. I mean, I'm sat here now just like... You know, like a peasant using this ball pen. Oh, you can't go back. Once you've had a bick, you can never go back. That's what they say, isn't it? A little bit like um, To Kill a Mockingbird, where they're putting little things and gifts in the tree hole. Yeah. (laughs) I hid it yesterday. The Bic Crystal 1.6mm, yeah. So I'm going to go over to my secret hiding place right now and hopefully retrieve my pen, because I didn't want anyone getting their hands on it. Wow. He's now left his seat. He's walking over to the corner of the studio. Uh Uh-oh. Is it, is it not oh, there? No, is it not there? No. There's a load of other pens. Oh. Someone's nabbed it. It's gone. The bit crystal has gone. Oh, Outrageous. What? It's not on the top of the thing, is it? No. No, honestly, some, why would somebody look down? Oh, it's not. Oh, I thought you had it for a moment no, it's there. It's not there. It's not there. Unbelievable. You just made all the cameras shake as well. <laughs> <just> gonna... <laughs> 
<laughs> make the visuals department overjoyed. <laughs> oh, that wasn't me, Carl, by the way. For if, if, anyone, <laughs> if anyone has a big Cristal 1.6mm, please send it to Golden Square immediately. Now... The Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio. Now, let's start with something that we did yesterday on the show, which was I posed the question, where is the drip pan on my integrated Zanussi fridge freezer? Yes. And just like we did yesterday, that's right, everyone, we're going to dedicate a whole hour of the show. No, not really. (laughs) (laughs) No, not really. Um, I wondered where it was, and so many of you yesterday were so helpful getting in touch, including our very own refrigeration engineer, Shane, and this is what he told us on the show. It was an epic text. Yeah. Uh, it had all the details in it. It was like war and peace of the refrigeration world. Um, so we thought we'd get you on the show instead. Um, what should I do? What, what am I doing wrong? What should I do to fix my problem? Well, um, I'm sure you could get hold of some keyboard cleaner, basically a little can of compressed air or something. Yeah. Uh, best thing to do is just put that down the drain. Um, and cover the drain in blue tack so you don't get any spray back or nothing in your face and just spray away and it should clear the blockage. So get the stuff that blows like the kind of skin fragments off your work keyboard, put the little nozzle down the hole at the back, put blue tack around that and squirt away and it will blow out any food or debris. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I haven't got to detach my fridge freezer from the wall and have a look for the drip pan? Uh, No, I would try that first. I would try that first. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Shane's just laughing at us. I love it. When you're not on the inner circle of the refrigeration world. So, oh, I, was, I was speaking to these two amateurs the yeah, other day, John. Oh, I must tell you, it's a couple of norms. <laughs> so, no anyway, clue. This guy is actually, he's uncoupled his fridge freezer from the wall in his kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> So, thank you once again to Shane. He was most helpful. Oh, yeah, and by the way, is it unusual that I refer to dust as skin fragments? Skin fragments, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't think it is. <laughs> well, I suppose it's honest. That's what it is. There you go. That's what dust is, everyone. Deal with it. So, it's uh, so skin fragments aside, um, I <laughs> took Shane's advice. I didn't have time yesterday to have a little look at the fridge and particularly that little drainage hole that he thinks is causing the problem. Uh, this is a water build-up. I've got soggy drawers, basically. Yeah. But, Stuff to blow skin fragments yes, off your keyboard. You've got Check. It. Blue tack. Check. Excellent. So tonight, Matthew. Tonight is the night. I will be going home and I'll be blowing down my own hole <laughs> and I will tell you what happens tomorrow. <laughs> Dave Berry, not making a big deal out of it on Absolute Radio.